Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking all about how you score with financial wellness. So I had a chance to uh, chat with Megan Murphy, who is the Director of Thought Leadership at Fidelity Investments. And if you may recall, Megan was actually on a Millennial Money podcast episode last year, and it was actually one of the highest uh, listened to podcasts where we talked all about the concept of financial wellness. And I think, you know, 
this is such an important topic to talk about because we're always so focused on the strategic aspect about money, right? The three things that we should do for this, the five things we should do for this, how to do this, how to do that. And, you know, we're always kind of looking for those answers. And a lot of times I find that people who write and talk about money kind of just speed past the element of financial wellness. And it actually is a really true concept. I mean, if you think about, you know, overall wellness, right? Like we know we got to work out. uh, We know we should eat good to be healthy. Uh, There's a lot of things that we just, we know we should do. Like whether we do them or not is a whole other thing, right? We make those crazy long lists of resolutions on January 1st. And then by like January 10th or 15th, we've already kind of ditched a lot of those. But overall, we know that those are things that we should be doing. And when it comes to finances, I think that there's just a lot of things, again, that we we just, we overlook. We overlook how we think, act, and feel about money, why we make certain decisions about money, maybe patterns that have been ingrained in us from when we were kids, things that we see. I mean, all of those things really affect the decisions that we make about money. And I think it's really important to like pause and spend some time talking about those things. So I was really excited to chat with Megan about all that they're doing in the kind of realm of financial wellness and some really cool new tools to help you that Fidelity is launching and have launched. I will make sure and put links in the show notes to everything that we talk about in the episode. So I hope you enjoy and I hope it gets you thinking about what is your own financial wellness score. All right. I am so excited to have you, Megan, back on the podcast. Uh, The episode that we did last year was actually one of the most downloaded episodes ever. So I am so excited to talk even more about financial wellness with you. Thank you so much for having me, Shauna. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's really interesting, this concept of financial wellness and kind of your, you know, work at Fidelity, because I think, you know, we, we understand wellness in we need to exercise, we need to eat right, we need to do all of these things to be well. But I think we don't quite understand, you know, that there is a piece of financial wellness and that it's actually more than just dollars and cents. So I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit about kind of, you know, what you're doing at Fidelity and why you're finding this financial wellness concept really be resonating. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I love the example you gave, Shauna, of, you know, we know that we're supposed to exercise and eat well, because I always say that being financially well is similar to being physically well. It takes dedication and commitment. And, you know, you kind of have to do your homework. So that's what we've spent a good amount of the last year doing is our homework. And I would say we strongly believe that being financially well isn't just the numbers on the bottom of the statement. Sure. We also have to account for how people feel about their money. And that's things like, what are, what are your goals for the future? What are your expectations with this money? And two people could make the same amount of money, but if they have much different goals or expectations, they're thinking much differently about, about their finances. Yeah. And that's such a great uh, point that you point out because I always say like money is not one size fits all, you know, you you can't just say, you know, slap these, do do these three things and suddenly you're going to be a millionaire or whatever it may be. Like, it's very 
different and very customized to your own situation. I think that's what makes it hard too about, you know, reading about advice and different things is you, you kind of have to pull out what works for your own situation. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them, but vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use promo code ETM at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and enter code ETM at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash ETM. 
Go to joindeleteme.com slash ETM and use code ETM for 20% off. Right, right. And that's where we've learned that, you know, digging in and the more that we can find out about people, the more we can help them with a solution that truly works for them. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about this kind of financial wellness score, um, you know, uh, survey that you did. And what did what are some of the things that revealed? Mm-hmm. So the new Fidelity financial wellness score is really a culmination of a year and a half of research and working with um, really the math minds to create the score. Some of the things we learned along the way, we, we did focus on asking deep financial questions about, you know, the real money. But then we also asked a lot of questions about people, how people felt about their debt. You know, do you feel you have too much debt? Um, is money a source of arguments in your household? So we were really trying to gather the information to create a holistic picture of somebody's financial situation so that we can truly help them take a step that will help improve their situation um, specifically. Wait a minute. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think anybody ever fights about money, right? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. That's not true. Right. Uh, I think it was roughly a third of people said that money was a common source of arguments in their households. Yeah, right. No, I was just kidding. Absolutely. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I hear that all the time, especially working with couples, you know, it's why can't she just do this? And why can't he just do that? And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's especially some people are born savers and some people are born spenders. There's definitely a nature and a nurture piece to things. Um, If you put the two together, it's not always harmony. Exactly. And that's normally how you have relationships, right? You have kind of a you know, a yin and a yang. And so when you deal with these kind of tough situations like money, I mean, that's really where those differences tend to tend to arise. Right, right. We always encourage what I call like the family conversation. And sometimes it's talking about things that you're not that comfortable talking about. Um, but if it can get you all on the same page and working towards the same goal, things will run smoother. Yeah. Awesome. So are there any, um, kind of gems that have come out from this financial wellness score, all these questions and research that you've done, um, that you found particularly interesting? Yeah. So we, we have oodles of data, right? Um, yes. but some of the most interesting pieces, uh, were there's this old saying, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. But there's definitely people who, 57% of people said that they can't be happy unless they're financially secure. Wow. And I was kind of surprised to learn that millennials were the most likely to say this. Huh, interesting. Um, Yeah. So, and I think part of it is you think through, and boomers were the least likely to say this, but I, I think there's the realization as you go on in life of, you know what? things are going to be okay. Like I'm getting older and my debts are paying down. Like my job is secure. So, so you feel more confident in your financial situation. Whereas when you're younger in life, you know, maybe it is your first job or your second job and you're trying to figure out how to buy a home and if you're going to have children. So there's a lot of decision-making going on. Right. And probably too, you know, the, um, you know, when something big comes up financially, the younger you are, you just don't have as much experience with, you know, dealing with those particular situations. Absolutely. We've heard from many millennials that, you know, I'm making so many of these decisions for the first time. And I just don't know if I'm making the right decision. And they're kind of looking for some, some help in reinforcing what the good decisions are along the way. 
Um, so that probably leads to them feeling like, oh, geez, if I just had more money, I'd feel better about this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The the more money Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Anything else that kind of came out? Um, you know, it was, it was validating. I wouldn't say it's, you know, this big new aha, but generation X and, you know, internally we, we've started calling them a little bit of generation stress. There is so much going on in the middle of a person's life. Um, we saw a lot of Gen Xers who said they were paying down their own student loans while trying to save to send their kids to college Mm. and they have a mortgage and they're in the peak of their career. So they're very busy at work. And many are starting to care for aging parents. And these are all things that can impact your finances and your health. And so there's just a lot going on for Gen X. And uh, my, the, the outcome of that is uh, I'm thinking they could really use some support in, A, how do I quickly get the information I need? This is what's going on in my life. <laughs> Tell me how this impacts my money. So that's some of the, the research and the outcomes that we'll continue to work to find solutions for. Sure. How do we help people, not just with a retirement decision, but with all of the financial decisions that come along in life? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, tell me, I know that people listen to the podcast last year kind of know this, but, you know, we have we have um, very short memories. <laughs> so mm-hmm. tell me a little bit more about kind of what you do at Fidelity and, you know, how you spend your day, you know, really kind of researching and developing things around financial wellness? Right. So our team um, spends most of our time doing a lot of research. We we love data. I always say we're the data geeks over here. We love our data. And um, but we do research externally with retirement plan participants or focus groups. I just had a fabulous experience kind of going across the country talking to these millennial focus groups. Um, We use the data that's available to us through retirement plans. We talk to employers. And depending on the topic, we kind of bring it all back together and say, you know, what are the big messages here? What are we hearing from people that we need to develop and build solutions around? How can we help more? Um, And how can we continue to involve and improve the interactions we're having Mm -hmm. so that people really feel confident when they work with us about the decisions they're making? Interesting. Yeah. So of these kind of focus groups that you did with millennials is it was kind of going from, you know, focus group to focus group where you're hearing kind of the same themes around financial wellness or were there, you know, different things kind of sticking out uh, so I would say, I mean, obviously the student loan right. was a very big theme. Um, it is nearly impossible, as you know, Shauna, to go to college these days without some sort of loans on the back end or some sort of debt yeah. that you need to pay down. Um, so that is very much a focus, regardless of if you're, say, an older millennial, you know, in your early 30s or a younger millennial. It takes time to pay that off. Um, and we saw a lot of great responses to some new student loan tools that we've rolled out to help people understand refinancing better and what their options are. Um, being able to just get the information you need in one spot is really helpful. Um, the other item that popped and it was a little bit different. So we interviewed some West coast millennials where there was a lot of talk about the cost of housing and just that feeling of, Oh, I may never be able to buy a house because it's so expensive. 
Um, that was much different than when talking to millennials in the middle of the country where many of them did own a home and were very hot on the topic of rental property as a second source of income. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. You know, I, I hear that a lot. Um, you know, and I think that's just another reason why, you know, financial wellness and, you know, all of these topics are so important. And again, talking about that, this is not one size fits all, you know, if you're, you know, I'm in Los Angeles, you're in Los Angeles, you know, to get your quote unquote starter home, you got to spend half a million dollars, you know, which is a lot of money for anyone, let alone, you know, if you're in your twenties and you have, you know, $30,000 in student loan debt, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of undertaking to, you know, kind of stomach those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of, you know, I wish I had known sooner mm. um, type of comments. And, you know, younger millennials, one who said, my parents couldn't afford college. And I, I was kind of overwhelmed by all of the forms and the questions. So I just took out credit cards and charged my tuition. Wow. And now now I know that that was not a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I'll ever get out from under this debt. Um, Things like that, or even just the basics of finances. We heard from several people like, there's no home economics class. I don't know how to balance my checkbook or, you know, even, even though we do that digitally today, um, but, but still, the, the, like, the theory behind it still is, is I, what I find needs to be understood, you know, even if you're using an app. Yes, exactly. And um, there was this sense of there's so many apps out there. There's so much information on the Internet. A lot of it conflicts. Um, I, I feel like our, our younger folks are really looking for someone who can guide them in the right direction. And yeah, I know so many of them listen to your podcast uh, to get what they need. Which no, that's, great. I mean, I, I think, you know, there's, there's so much noise out there that, you know, um, it becomes almost the point where it's, it is hard to figure out, well, you, it can be almost just, um, paralyzing, you know, not knowing, well, whose advice do I listen to? And, you know, what, what tools do I use and all, you know, sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Agree. So- The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless. 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. 
quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. So tell me a little bit about, um, you mentioned some of these tools. So tell me about some of the, the tools and uh, checklists and different things that, you know, people listening can pop over to on Fidelity to, you know, help them out with their finances. Yeah. So we just launched two weeks ago a new, I mentioned it earlier, a new um, student debt tool to help people consolidate a view of the student debt that they have. People often have multiple loans, some private, some public. Um, and it allows you to pull all of that information in, look at it in one spot, and then it runs an evaluation and gives you some output as to what your options may be for refinancing. So does that, and it takes about 10 to 15 minutes to fill in the information but then you kind of get this picture of, oh, okay, there are options. And it, depending on if you work in the private sector or the public sector, or it, it accounts for all of that. Yeah, and it's, it's also important it's, to note they don't have to be a Fidelity customer, right, to use this tool. Absolutely not. It's open to the public. Yeah. Another tool we have that's also you know, available to the public is the My Money Checkup. And come this summer, that's where the Fidelity Financial Wellness Score will come in. We're in the process of, of um, updating that. But you, it's a very casual experience. You answer some questions about both your finances and your life. And then it helps to give you an idea of, okay, here are the things you're, you're doing well, and here's some things you can focus on. And you know, come this summer, it will be, here's some things you can focus on to improve your financial wellness score. Okay. Um, and it is definitely not all retirement related. People need help with every financial decision along the way. So it may be open an emergency fund. It may be focus on paying down high interest credit card debt. Um, Really trying to give people tangible steps that they could take to not only improve their financial situation, but help them improve the way they feel about it. Yeah, that's awesome. I love love both those tools. I have actually uh, tried out the student loan tool and um, I just think it's, it's a really great way of kind of, especially those people that have lots of different loans, of consolidating that together in one space where you can really see the, the impact of, you know, making certain decisions, uh, putting more money on your student loans, you know, whatever it may be. I think it's a, a really awesome tool to help people, you know, see the whole picture. Absolutely. And that's the same exact feedback we have gotten as we tested and launched the tool is it's, it's kind of like a one-stop spot to get a full, full picture of what's going on and what your options are. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, just kind of as we, as we wrap up here, Megan, um, 
I was just wondering if you had any kind of last thoughts of, you know, people who are kind of new to this concept of financial wellness, you know, how should they be thinking about this, you know, in relation to their finances going forward? Mm-hmm. I would say, and we, we hear this often, is that almost every decision you make has some sort of financial link to it, right? Do I bring sure. my lunch today or do I buy it? Do we go out to dinner tonight or... Uh, I seem to get stuck around the food thing, but, um, and there's a happy medium, you know, it's check in on your finances. Um, don't just do it when you're trying to pay your bills every month, because that can feel like, you know, Oh, all the money's going out the door. But what we found is that by helping people to truly understand their paycheck, like where, where do the taxes go and what goes to Medicare and, Really look at the money that's coming in. And if you have any opportunity to automate, you know, your savings, automate your bill payments, make the process as easy as possible, you know, that will pay off as you go forward, especially if you're kind of sending money off into, um, you know, a retirement fund or a vacation savings account or a house savings account. That money, you know, the compounding interest stacks up faster than you might think. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, as always, it's been so great to chat with you and and dive further into this financial wellness. I think we could probably spend hours and hours talking about this. So I definitely look forward to having you as a guest again on the podcast and, um, you know, continue this discussion. Thank you so much for having me, Sean. I appreciate it.